Hey guys, I'm Rebecca. Hey, I'm Denise. And we are the Friends with Therapist podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about the body positivity movement um, and some of the differences between what body positivity is versus what body neutrality is. Um, we've been getting so many questions about what our thoughts are on this topic because it's been so saturated in the last couple of like years, I would say, right? In the last like three years, I feel like it's become like such a thing. <clears throat> and it's important to kind of address it and talk about it and share our, you know, resources and our thoughts on it because it's become such a big buzzword. I feel like that idea of like body positivity and loving yourself, um, how completely thin, skinny, whitewashed it's become as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's something to be said. Um, but I'm really excited to talk about this because it's something that's near and dear to my heart because as someone who is living in a bigger body, I've never felt like completely comfortable with myself and I'm always looking to do something different, whether that's more fitness goals or, you know, eating differently and loving my body has never been something that I'm completely subscribing to. Um, but I focus on caring for my body and respecting it because I only get one of them I love that I love that so much yeah I can like kind of echo everything you said like so I also am like in a I guess we're mid-size though like we don't really count as plus size which we want to make sure we clarify um because I know that people can get really like defensive about that um <laughs> especially in like the fashion industry um but I've always been in a big in a bigger body like I was really really heavy like maybe like seven eight years ago i was like 400 pounds almost um and then lost a bunch of weight and had a baby like i'm in a bigger body but it's it's just been so interesting to see how the topic of body positivity has kind of exploded especially during the pandemic yeah. when everyone is at home with their bodies <laughs> you know because yeah. it's so easy to check out and like not think about what you look like what you're doing like you, you just kind of get used to like existing in your routine and you don't have time to be alone with your thoughts or yourself physically um and so that's been really interesting i have a very strong love hate mostly hate relationship with the body positivity movement and so i will just preface this by saying that i will have a lot of unpopular opinions and that's okay mm -hmm. um like everything you don't have to agree with us we're just sharing like our thoughts on it um as an influencer and just someone who consumes social media right it's bit, it, like it's so annoying it's incredibly annoying right what's okay first let's talk about like the uncurated feed and how that's like a thing now like oh is that like, what oh. it's called yeah so it's uncurated um which is like this is me like my natural state like look at my unfiltered coffee and like you know my this like a picture of flowers and here's like a blurry photo of me wearing dior um <laughs> I, I didn't know it had a name the, un yeah. what is the unfiltered life uncurated yeah it's uncurated, uncurated which is like the most curated the most curated you can get because you have to curate and cull through the images like what part of quote unquote my vulnerability is mm. the most aesthetically pleasing right so it's not it's yeah. like it's bullshit it's 100 percent bullshit it's so true that's so um, true but with that uncurated like movement comes the body positivity movement right because it's like look at my stretch marks look at this and i am all for women for people because men too 
um, or, you know, people that don't subscribe to a certain gender, like anyone, I'm all for human beings celebrating their bodies, right? Like you, that's not something that I've always been, like, you know, had a positive relationship with. I have tried to, like, reframe it. And especially after having a baby and, like, not used to being in a bigger body again. So I, I have, like, that relationship with it, but the like the amount of like mom body positivity that is just like forced what i feel like is forced on you on the internet um is really crazy also it's all algorithm right so like i consume a lot of mom content now that i'm a mom um but there are so many women just like this is my body like after a baby like you know i i'm so powerful i made a human which yes fuck yeah you're powerful like you made a person amazing Um, yeah amazing but also like that's okay like i'm really proud of my body i am incredibly proud of my body i had the worst pregnancy in the entire universe i feel like mm. i was sick for nine months like my teeth cracked i had like i got a freaking hernia like in my esophagus from throwing up so much just Oy. so many things and i'm proud of like when i see olivia like i don't think like of all the strife i think of like oh my god i made that like throughout mm-hmm. everything i still made a happy loved human being but I'm not like I don't feel comfortable like going on and being like this is my fupa (laughs) Amy and like (laughs) we're gonna be creating we're gonna be on stories today and we're gonna do a live together like oh my god Amy the fupa needs some merch (laughs) (laughs) yeah Amy the fupa but like I don't know I don't know maybe you can so before we even get into like all my gripes about it um I think I'd like it would be helpful if like you could define from a more professional level like what body what those terms even mean because they're just to me they're buzzwords like it's like the the amount of of views and likes that this content gets is insane so for me especially as a brand strategist i think of it as a marketing technique like oh okay i get you know before i was like everyone was bitching because you know if you were showing your ass and your boobs and like twerking you got views now you're Mm -hmm. just showing people that you have stretch marks and you have flabby skin and like whatever which there is power in that like there's power in in you know that the i guess humanization of like i'm still a person i'm still a person worthy of love and i'm still and i feel good about myself and i feel sexy and whatever Mm -hmm. um but it's kind of like there are way too many blurred lines um you took the words right out of my mouth yeah so so I think it would be so helpful to like kind of hear what your what your thoughts are as far as like defining that goes. Yeah. So body positivity actually started in like the late 1960s. There was a dude who had a wife. His name was Bill Fabray, and his wife was living in a bigger body, and he was really sick and tired of hearing other people essentially talking shit about her, and she was really uncomfortable shopping and whatever. So he started this movement of fat liberation, and that was kind of the first initiative to debunk this diet culture and to call out fat oppression because this woman, his wife, was going through all of these trials and tribulations because she was living in a a bigger body, and then she was met with other women who felt the same. So that's kind of the first... I guess, like, meeting point of what body positivity could look like um, because it was embracing everybody of, you know, every size and whatever. And now, like you said, fast forward to 
social media, body positivity has become such a buzzword of like people bombarding news feeds, preaching how much they love themselves and body inclusivity, which I'm all about. Like there should Mm be all things love and inclusivity for different bodies, but there's now like we're now very critical about that, right? Like if somebody doesn't love their body, they're going to feel super exiled from that movement, right? And feel further shame in not loving themselves or not feeling positively about themselves. So that's like where body positivity is. So my take, right, is that body neutrality is just a healthier way of like looking at yourself, right? It's with gratitude. It's I have a body and I need to care for it. I have a body, so I need to feed it well. I need to move it well. I have one physical body of mine that I need to take care of. And instead of forcing this love, it becomes toxic positivity. Neutrality is like more gratitude. That, yeah, yeah. I love, I really love that you said that. I think like even before going on, just the toxic positivity within Mm -hmm. that um, is so important to like call out and acknowledge because it is like, it's toxic positivity. And then it's also like, like I personally, myself, Denise, want to be in a smaller body and I'm working towards being in a smaller, because that's the body that I'm comfortable in. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean I hate myself. It doesn't mean that I'm fat phobic. It doesn't mean that when I see someone else is in a bigger body, I'm like, they should want to be in a smaller body. Like that's, you know, whatever. Like I'm not judging your health. I don't like, I don't care what you do. Like that's your, that's your business. (laughs) You know, that's fine. Um, But just like the, the amount of like, if you are not you know, like, look at this and look at that. And like, look at my mom's stripe, my tiger stripes. Like, if you're not, if you're not celebrating that outwardly and vocally, then you're, then you're fat phobic, then you're mm-hmm. against body positivity, then you don't love yourself. Um, and I think that, that it doesn't work that way. And so the, right. like, then you're forced, a lot of people feel forced to be like, oh, love my body, like, love this. Like, you know, you hear all these like clothes, which is true, clothes were meant to fit your body, not the other way around. Like, you don't have mm-hmm. to make yourself smaller to fit into you know your high school jeans or whatever um but like that's not everybody's mo you know like that's not everybody's thing and so that is like so so key to what you said like toxic positivity which is a whole other episode on its own um (laughs) but just that like like what like what are you doing love your body like it is the because we could very easily be like it's the only one you get like why are you trying to change it you know and it's like well because i want to be healthier and i personally from my standards i would like to like i know the health risks of being in a bigger Mm -hmm. body and i have a child now so like i want to make better decisions for myself so that i can see her get you know if she wants to get married if she wants to go off and go to college she like so i can be there if she wants to have children um and so yeah like that kind of just like sparked the thought because it's that's basically what it is like the body positivity movement has just turned into toxic positivity Yeah. And there is space for both, right? Like you could love yourself and also focus on being grateful for what your body can do for you. Right. So the idea Mm. that you said before you gave life to Olivia, so you're forever grateful of the body of yours, but you also know that you feel better living in a smaller body. Right. And so though you can feel gratitude tremendously for what your body did for you, you can also say, okay, now I want to have these goals because I want to feel healthier for myself 
myself and this human that I created. Um, so you can do both. You can encourage yourself to be mindful of the care that you're taking. You can, you know, eat all of the nutritious foods and do all of the yoga and be grateful and also appreciate and love yourself at the same time, no matter what size you are, if you're comfortable in it. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, and it's also like, and there there are like problematic aspects to, you know, the desire to be thin. Like the other day I yes. followed someone who I, who I love dearly, um, but posted something that was like, you know, like mom's like she like she's up every day at like 4 a.m working out um has multiple children um and looks fantastic like has like abs looks like a <laughs> like a rock star like she's never you know had a child ever like never done anything and and also it's like important to point out that everyone's body is different and everyone's body so different reacts to physical trauma because birthing a child is physical trauma mm. um like differently right so like she's she posted this thing she's doing her whatever like eating her salad and she's like there are no excuses like there you can do it like you i'm busy i have children i have whatever i have small children like what's your excuse like what excuse are you coming mm. up with today like go move and it's like okay postpartum depression um financial <laughs> like <laughs> lack of financial resources, resources. Yeah. um maybe i don't have 60 dollars to spend in a fancy gym or 30 dollars or 10 dollars like maybe i can't have a peloton um yeah. maybe i can't hire a personal trainer you know and like so there there's that aspect of it too like the shaming that comes around mm -hmm. um yeah both sides so i, I, I think that that's yeah yeah, I hate that no excuses. It's like a hashtag, I feel like. It's like there are so many excuses and that those excuses are life, right? Like you get handed a specific life and you are able to do with it what you're able to do with it, but you need the resources. And it's all about privilege. If someone's like, I have no excuse, it's like, okay, well, let's look at the laundry list of privilege that you own and then tell me that you have no excuses because you probably don't. But if you know, you don't have those resources and accessibility, you just can't do it. And so if you can, great. If you can't, it's okay. Like there's ways that you can find the time and the energy to do what feels good for you if you want to be working out at 4am, right? But if there's no way, that's okay. You don't have to do that. You don't have to subscribe to this idea of no excuses. Just do it on your own time. Yeah, for sure. And just going back to like, the outpouring of like body positivity um i personally from what i see i think that the movement has been hijacked by thin white women like we mentioned mm -hmm. um it's a lot of thin white women crouching over so that you can see like their role and like you know it's like Major oh this eye. is how i yeah this is how i look like when i flex and you know here are my abs that you can see but like then this is me after i eat a salad and it's like oh i look three months pregnant um, whatever, you know, because I have bloating or because I have this. Yeah. or And some of them are, like, you know, actually bringing awareness to certain, like, you know, this is my endo belly or, like, you know, whatever. Like, this is my PCOS belly or this is, like, whatever. Valid, like, health health awareness. Um, but then it's also, like, I you know, I don't always look like a chiseled goddess. Like, <laughs> this is me sometimes. <laughs> and, yeah, and everyone knows exactly who we're talking about, too. Like, it's the yeah. little tiny girls that are in their sports bras, hunched over, doing, like, all these, like, crazy yoga poses. <laughs> 
it's your skin is rolling. It's not fat. Like literally, I'm sitting down right now. Pretty, um, my posture is pretty good because I'm working on it, and I feel my belly, right? Like I don't have to move in contorted ways to feel the way that my mm. body is. And I'm also okay not sharing that with the world, you know? Yeah. And I feel like when you take over that kind of space, it's going to get more attention because yeah. you're skinny and you're white, you know? It's not going to call attention to middle age older women that have bigger bodies, not to mention black women, right? Like it's mm. going to be completely, it's going to be completely out in the side skirts of life because that's just the way the world works. So if you're white, it's just going to be out there more so and your little ass body and contortion is taking over a platform that doesn't belong to you. Absolutely. And, and the idea that like, you know, it's celebrated in a way like you're so brave. Rebecca. Oh my God. For, oh. for talking about your bigger body. You're so brave for showing us your stretch marks. You are so, so brave. So strong. Oh my God. So relatable. Oh. Like, look at you. Oh my God. Like, how brave of you is it to exist in a bigger body? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Here are all the awards. Like, <laughs> mm. It must be so hard, like, for you to show up in this space. And, like, it's like, what the fuck off? Like, fuck all the way off. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, fuck all the way off. You you don't get a medal for existing. <laughs> like, that. yes, you can celebrate your body. You can love your body. I mean, there is something to be said about being vulnerable on a place like the internet that is so fucking savage. Um, or can be. But, like, no like absolutely not you don't get a medal of honor for showing up as you are like yeah. because then that says that outside of that like your body's not accepted it's not celebrated it's not loved it's not like it's not something to be desired it's like oh my god look at all of these things that your body isn't like you're gross and you still showed up applause mm -hmm. to you like none of that is a compliment whenever no, i see someone's like you're so brave i'm like that's not a fucking compliment <laughs> I don't I'm know. It's so I'm, weird to me. Yeah, it's horrible. You're brave if you go skydiving. You're not brave yeah. to go to the beach. And that has to stop. That has to stop. No excuses has to stop. Showing off your roles when you're in a yoga pose. Like, come on. <laughs> Here are the things we're banning in 2022. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're leaving all please. those things in last year. Yeah, it's I like I just can't. It's that like I think if there's one thing that really really grinds my gears, it's the the comment for like bravery. It's also the like when personally when I lost a lot of weight, it was like all these like oh my god you look so good now oh my god you lost it. and it's like okay tell me how you really felt about me before. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> saying you looked fat as fuck beforehand and now oh my god like you're probably getting so much more attention. You look great. It's. Focusing on body and the idea of your looks, like your body is the least in, in interesting thing. Like you should mm. treat everyone's body as it is the least interesting thing about them. You can give people compliments that have nothing to do with how they look. And I think we need to start normalizing those things because it gets, you know, very triggering, right? Like if someone has battled with an eating disorder before and are super thin and they're self-conscious about that to the outside world and society right especially american society you're going to be applauded for being thin and yeah. 
this person probably deals with so much that we don't know and saying how good they look in this tight sweater or these tight jeans is going to be very triggering and so focusing on compliments that have nothing to do with a body i think needs to be completely increased in 2022 just like banning those other things yeah and it's also okay like what you're comfortable with like i laugh when my friends like if i wear something you know and like i have like a very like very specific silhouette like whatever so when they'll be like body yaddy yaddy like my comments like i'm <laughs> laughing and i'm like you know like i felt good in this photo i posted it um but like also when it's when people can only say things about your body like if your initial reaction is always just a comment about someone's body a, it's a reflection of you like why are mm -hmm. you always thinking about like you that's just that is you projecting your relationship with your body on someone else and that is the only thing you can think of um i also think it's like obviously now being a mom for 45 minutes like i have a different perspective <laughs> so like i think of like like for me body stuff is really triggering because like i come from a bigger body i come from a body obsessed family like mm. all of my aunts my mom everyone is always dieting and they are obsessed with how they look and it's so yeah. insane like it's always like oh like i mean they're they're oh my gosh she's so big oh she's fat like like she's very she's getting chunky don't feed her this don't feed her that i'm like my baby's 10 months old if she wants to eat yeah. like whatever she wants i will feed it to her because my job is to keep her safe and alive and yes. she doesn't like my 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 child is not off to like model for victoria's secret runway which is very <laughs> problematic but um you know it's like stuff like that where like someone commented um on a photo someone posted with livia and was like I think they said something like, oh my God, it's such a huge baby. And I was like, first of all, I almost lost my fucking mind. Oh my <laughs> um, I mean, God. I didn't say anything because I'm like, this person, like this is an older person. That whole generation and their relationship with body is just so yeah. beyond fucked. <laughs> like, yeah, they're, they're just, they're they're, fucked. I was like, they're I, fucked. there's no, like there's, there is no way I have the bandwidth, the headspace or even the like, language to go there mm -hmm. with this person who probably doesn't care because they come from the like 80s 70s obs obsessed diet culture right um but it was like it just kind of reminded me like okay like i have to be careful the way I, I talk about my body in front of my daughter um and that's something that i tell my husband all the time like we like we cannot say things about our bodies in front of her because she will like yeah. she will just copy that <laughs> like i'm fat yes. i'm this oh i feel gross Mm -hmm. And that's such a good point because so many moms are out here trying to get, you know, quote unquote, back their body and everything that they're doing is in front of their child. And you're perpetuating mm. this idea of diet culture and, and self-hatred of a body and you don't even realize it, right? Like when you're mm. grappling with, oh, I really want this, you know, cookie, but I can't, like I want to lose weight. Your daughter hears that yep. and it's going to stay with her. Your son hears that, right? And so it's so important as new parents to be mindful of the language that's around food and body because it's going to perpetuate this cycle and you're not helping just eat the fucking cookie just eat the, yeah and, and i mean like i you know for example like i know like today for like i have been on this in the seat on the computer since the ass crack of dawn like i know that i want to move my body like and that's something that i want to do because it'll make me feel better and like that's what i want to mm -hmm. teach olivia like we go outside and we play 
we exercise and things like that because it makes us feel good like it makes us mm-hmm. happy like the literal chemicals that your body releases make like endorphins mm-hmm. makes you happy <laughs> mm-hmm. um and so like mm-hmm. i want to teach her that like i do that because you know i love my body and i love the way that i feel afterwards like i love how happy working out makes me it puts me in a better mood like you know i'm just that's just naturally how it affects me and so teaching her that instead of like you know if you want to be beautiful if you want this like beauty is pain you have to you Mm -hmm. know i have to bounce back like i was not fixated on like bounce back culture but i was so like distraught with how foreign my body felt afterwards because i had an unplanned c-section um because just pregnancy took over my entire body and because i have like control issues and i wasn't ready to release all control right so it's like this is the one thing that i can control my body which is absolutely like a lie because the way your hormones work after you have a baby it's just like no um and so like i i was like okay like i was obsessed like when can i work out where can i work out and i got the like it was like my six-week checkup you can work out you can have sex you can do everything you want like they clear you for everything and i literally almost like ripped (laughs) like my c-section thing um which is very like nearly impossible to do but i it felt like i tore you went hard I went I almost did like eight miles on the bike the first time um oh and it was just because I I had this thing like I have to get back to where I was like I worked so hard to be in a smaller body like you know it'd be a disservice to myself to you know like be in a bigger body now or like I have to do this I have to do that like I don't want to hear my mom talk about how I gain weight you know like all of my other friends had babies around the same time and they already look like nothing happened and it's like that like the pressure that you put on yourself mm. the pressure that society puts on you and the pressure when you log on to social media you know and you see like moms up at four working out like you don't have to fucking do that you don't have to do that you absolutely do not have to do that that's not realistic for like 99.9 percent of people because if you don't have childcare at 6 a.m if you don't have um you know a supportive partner if you don't have a partner if you don't have the money if you have to work three jobs to support your family if you just don't have the fucking headspace because you have postpartum depression or you're just depressed in general you don't need a baby (laughs) to not want to work out um like there are so many factors that go into that and so i just think that the way that like on instagram on tiktok we've just pushed like this this idea of like health you know like health is wealth like health is and it's it all goes back to what you said toxic positivity yeah and like health is wealth but there's a way to do it that's sustainable i always preach to my clients is this something that is going to be sustainable for you? That is the question that I ask on repeat, right? Like it goes for everything. And if you can't sustain 4 a.m. wake ups and eight mile runs, Mm. don't do it. You know, you have to, you have to introduce healthy habits that you can sustain over a lifetime to really improve and feel good because yeah, do the 4am thing, but you're, you might only do it for like a month and then you're going to be exhausted and you're going to have to find something else. So focus on sustainability and what you want to give to your body and what you want to give to your health. And, you know, obviously I can't speak for childbirth, but in terms of, loving yourself and getting back to a body that feels good you know it's a constant struggle for a lot of people right i feel like all of my friends are always talking about what they ate and like what we're gonna do for exercise and like you know comparing the bodies (laughs) of other people other friends right and it's like oh my god like 
focus on yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And like you said before, it's always such a reflection on the relationship that you have with yourself, not even your body, with yourself, your self-worth, yeah. right? And when you project it onto other people, like others feel it, you know? Mm. I can, I can, I mean, granted, I do this, but for a living, <laughs> but like I can tell when you're projecting your image on other people and it's like come on you you are so much more than what you look like right and the idea of compensation too i think kind of goes hand in hand with body positivity and body neutrality because it's like i have to do this because i did that right i want to love my body so i need to eat healthier I mean, you should eat healthier because of health, not because you want to look good, you know? And yeah. people comp overcompensate with working out if they ate the pizza, you know? And it's like, you can work out because you like to do it, not because you want to indulge your senses. Yeah, those are, so, those are such great points. And just even like the, like doing it for your health, you know? Like, because it, like you said, the, doing it for aesthetics like that's not sustainable like no. you will you will get smaller and you will still hate the way you look <laughs> i mean and yes. then there's there's body dysmorphia um and like a little more we can go in depth there but the, like it's just it's just so weird how everyone is body obsessed now and obsessed a, a thing that like kind of bums me out with with covid and everything is like this like my covid body my pandemic body like this like you're like this is traumatic <laughs> what has happened in the world is traumatic we have mm -hmm. not we've never been through something like this um we like as a society as a like modern day society has never been through something like this um and so we were not equipped for this like we don't know especially with like routine you know like mm -hmm. i was i was in a zoom meeting this morning with dr becky and like her community thing and she was talking about children need routine like they and they feel so like out of whack when their routine is taken away or like you know disrupted and it's like the same with adults like if i have a routine and it is like slightly off especially someone with, that struggles with like control like myself mm -hmm. um like i feel crazy I feel yeah. like I'm irritable, I'm this, I'm that, I'm short with everyone, you know, whatever. And so the global routine <laughs> was disrupted. And like yep. expecting yourself to show up in the same way is just unfair. But then also like kind of verbally punishing yourself or punishing others or like, you know, whatever, like showing up being vulnerable, but then also like with an excuse behind it like oh you know like this is just how i look now you know with my pandemic body and whatever like no that's just your body like your body yeah. post-trauma and that's fine like that's okay mm -hmm. we don't need to give it a label um and it's just it's interesting how everything is like a hashtag oh yeah everything is a hashtag <laughs> it's like pandemic bod mom bod dad bod this bod tiger stripes like hashtag you know self-love like hashtag you know like whatever like this obsessed like it's it's so fucking weird <laughs> yeah the the body focus is so problematic um and there's a better way it's like focus on your health and wellness right like focus on what you can give to your body versus and what your body can do for you versus what it looks like in the mirror you know because it's yeah it's, 
everyone's going to droop when in, they're in their 60s and 70s. And yeah. you're not going to look the same. All the Botox and implants in the world are not going to save you from aging, you know? And you have to love yourself now or accept your... Let me rephrase. You have to accept yourself now because if you don't start with acceptance, you're going to feel the same way when you're older and it's just going to be exacerbated because you're going to be older. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And it's and and I really love what you said in the beginning, kind of to tie it all in, is that body neutrality, right? Like, this is my body. I'm really happy, like, with what my body did for me as, as far as giving me a child, like, sustaining me. I get to wake up every day. Like, all of my limbs are intact. I am functioning. Like, as far as I know, I am healthy. Um, and I'm grateful for that body. And I make, like, I choose to make better choices um, for my health and like the longevity of this body because I know that it's proven that if I take care of my body by giving it nutritious meals and moving it and whatever like and, and not putting certain things in my body like I'll be here longer there's a chance that I get none of us can control how long we're here but there's a chance that I can prolong my stay in this body yeah. right um, and like choosing to reframe it in a way that's more sustainable like you said is I think key, um, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of hard to drown that out when it's all like it's like I don't really Slapping do TikTok, but like on Instagram, it's just I mean, like I said, it's all algorithm, right? Like I follow a lot of mom stuff now, so it's just a lot of like either bounce back or like take it off, girl, and show it all to yeah. us. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's, there's like, no fucking there's like no in between. Yeah, there's no in between of just like I'm living and I'm doing the best that I can. Yeah, and I'm not brave for it. Like I'm not no. brave for it. Please, like I don't want your medal of honor for it fucking existing in the body that I have. Like no, thank you. That is not a compliment. That is an insult. <laughs> like so, the worst. <sighs> yeah, it's I. I love the idea of exploring body neutrality of just honoring your body in a way that works for you. Mm-hmm. in a way that is comfortable and sustainable is a key word. I think that's like the, like for this episode, you know, just that's the word sustainability. <laughs> like find, you gotta find, yeah, you gotta find what's going to work long term. whether that's yeah. acceptance, whether that's radical acceptance, which is like, you might not be happy with it, but you have to just move with it. Right. And accept where you are. Um, and focusing on health, health is wealth, but there's a, there's a line when it gets too toxic. I feel like toxic is like a buzzword also, but sometimes but it it's, it's a great, yeah, it's, it's a great, you know, like I don't do all pos- toxic positivity. So it's, it's a great way to describe certain things. And I think also like, if you want to get the Botox, like every year I'm like, I want to get Botox um, for my what the fuck line. And <laughs> like, you know, I want like, I I don't have concerns about like wrinkles and stuff because I don't have any yet but I'm sure you know like I would love to take some preventative measures like if you like once I'm done having children I want a mommy makeover like I want a boob mm-hmm. lift and I want some stuff removed um, and that's okay like you can do that like but if I don't get any of that like I'm still gonna be happy where like those are just add-ons and perks I'm still happy mm-hmm. with the original package if I can do an add-on here or there, that's that'll make it like cooler and better for mm. me. But if not, none of that ever happens within my lifetime, like 
I'm really proud of my body and I'm really happy with it. And if you need to do something for health concerns, um, you know, if you need to go on a, you know, diet or lifestyle change, like for health concerns, that's different and that's totally understandable. Um, but if it's just like, I'm going to intermediate fast because, or intermittent fast because, you know, whatever, like this person told me to do this, or I'm mm. going to do like three workouts a day and, you know, eat one meal a day because like this person lost 80 pounds in a week and that's what I want. Yeah, not, not healthy. And if you're looking for resources for like focused on eating disorders tiffany rowe is incredible she's on instagram as hey tiffany rowe and her um, practice is called mindful counseling she's located in utah she is like the goat of all things eating disorder specialists and specialty and she's got amazing resources so i would definitely look to her um for more like chats because even her lives she does are amazing on just like random diets that she's trying to debunk which she does so (laughs) great um and listen i'm victim of following diets too and it's just you have to start doing what's best for you and what's going to sustain you and and start getting healthy in your head right Mm. like all this stuff is mental you have to really get right with yourself before you can really do anything yeah yeah i think that's a great place to close kind of just like you know you can be honest with yourself and and it's also okay not to be happy with the body you're in right now and you can make those changes if that's what's going to make you happier like inside you know whatever and you want to make changes because you want to be healthier like i guess always for me it's always the intention behind the action right like if i'm going to do this is it because you know i want like I want the outside like validation (laughs) I want to put a picture up you know I want to do the before and after reel like I want you know I want people to be like damn girl like holy crap like that's amazing you know or is it just because I want this for me like who do you want it for why do you want it always ask like we always say like look for the source if you're getting information if you're getting something look for the source like even for those feelings for those decisions that you make like look for the source where is that coming from um so i think that's a great place to close let's focus on body neutrality love it love love the body that you have um while also acknowledging that you can do some things to make it better and to prolong your time here um and if you don't want to and you're just okay with how you are like i'm sorry you're not brave for that you're just a person existing in your body and that's cool too like awesome hooray um so yeah if you guys have any questions any dms um or any thoughts you can send us to us via dm we are friends with therapist pod on instagram rebecca any final thoughts um any final thoughts no i think this was a really good conversation and i'm looking forward to reading the dms and i think this could be like a part two in the second season of friends with therapists because it will probably evolve so much more and maybe we can get some guests on that specialize in this stuff tiffany Um, if you're listening Tiffany, if you're listening, please come on. Um, so I'm really excited for this conversation to keep going and, you know, just to hear from you guys. And Denise, thank you for being so raw with us about your pregnancy journey and little Olivia. Um, yeah. Bodies are amazing, right? Like bodies create people and that's incredible. Yes. So we love you guys and we are so excited that you guys are tuning in. 
Um, if you have any episode suggestions or any topics you want us to talk about, we are wrapping yeah. up season one. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any anything you want us to talk about or any guests you want us to bring on, connect us. Hook us up. Connect. Play matchmaker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. The Friends with Therapists podcast does not contain individualized therapy and mental health advice. It's a podcast to only provide a platform to share education, resources, and information about mental health and overall wellness. The Friends with Therapists podcast is not professional advice. If anything that you hear today feels relatable to you, we encourage you to reach out to a mental health professional for therapy to fit your needs. The information obtained from our podcast is to be consumed solely at your own risk. If you're feeling suicidal or at risk to any mental health crisis, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Thanks for listening.